Good afternoon. Welcome to Divine Mercy Parish. We welcome those who are here in church and those who are joining us on YouTube, Facebook, or our website. I am Rita Jakubowski, the lector. This is the 11th Sunday in Ordinary Time. We gather in thanksgiving for all that the Lord has done for us. Let us be truly grateful. Please stand to greet our celebrant. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and God the Father be with you all. And with your spirit. My brothers and sisters, to prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, let us now call to mind our sins. Almighty God, have mercy on us and forgive us our sins, and one day bring us all to everlasting life.
Let us pray. O God, strength of those who hope in you, graciously hear our pleas. And since without you, mortal frailty can do nothing, grant us always the help of your grace, that in following your commands, we may please you by our resolve and our deeds. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. Thus says the Lord God, I too will take from the crest of the cedar, from its topmost branches, tear off a tender shoot, and plant it on a high and lofty mountain. On the mountain heights of Israel I will plant it. It shall put forth branches and bear fruit, and become a majestic cedar. Birds of every kind shall dwell beneath it, every winged thing in the shades of its boughs, and all the trees of the field shall know that I, the Lord, bring low the high tree, lift high the lowly tree, wither up the green tree, and make the withered tree bloom. As I, the Lord, have spoken, so will I do. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, we are always courageous, although we know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord, for we walk by faith, not by sight. Yet we are courageous, and we would rather leave the body and go home to the Lord. Therefore, we aspire to please him, whether we are at home or away. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each may receive recompense according to what he did in the body, whether good or evil. The word of the Lord.
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to the crowds, This is how it is with the kingdom of God. It is as if a man were to scatter seed on the land and would sleep and rise night and day, and through it all the seed would sprout and grow. He knows not how. Of his own accord, the land yields fruit. First the blade, then the ear, and the full grain of the ear. And when the grain is ripe, he wheels his sickle at once, for the harvest has come. He said, To what shall we compare the kingdom of God? Or what parable can we use for it? It is like a mustard seed, that when it is sown in the ground, it is the smallest of all the seeds on the earth. But once it is sown, it springs up, becomes the largest of plants, and puts forth large branches so that the birds of the sky may dwell in its shade. With many such parables, he spoke the word to them as they were able to understand it. Without parables, he did not speak to them, but to his own disciples, he explained everything in private. The Gospel of the Lord. You reap what you sow. How many of you have a garden? During the late days of winter, early days of spring, many people plant their garden. They clean their debris, prepare the soil, sometimes even get it tested to make sure you have just the right nutrients so things will grow in it. That's a lot of time and money when you think of it, all with sights of a bountiful harvest. Now, can you imagine a farmer preparing the ground and plowing the land, getting everything ready for planting, and actually never sowing a seed? I mean, going out each day, faithfully weeding and watering and caring for the empty soil. They work from sunrise to sunset and still don't get any results. And so they double down working twice as hard to land, weeding and tilling the ground. But again, if they haven't sowed a seed, the results or lack of should be obvious, so you would think. But then again, not all would think so. More about that later. Today's gospel, the parable about the mustard seed, is about the kingdom of God. Mark uses the image of the mustard seed and its growth to assure the early Christian community that although their numbers are small, it will be growing in the future if they do their part to be patient. For what Jesus, the master gardener, has begun with them will reap a great harvest in the end. I think they're encouraging words for us today as we continue on our journey with others and transition to new structures of parish. Today's parable offers us an insight of the Father's grand design and our very special role in building the kingdom, for it is a work in progress. For us to continue to sow this seed of his gospel and sustain its growth, but to humbly accept that we do not nor cannot do it alone. 
In today's gospel, Mark cleverly notes that once sowed day and night, whether he sleeps or gets up, the seed sprouts and grows, though he does not know how. For though we can sow the seed, there's really nothing we can actually do to make it grow. Beneath the surface, the mystery of God's hand is at work. We need to be patient and trust in the spirit of new life. Now, I will agree with many of you that the things that are going around in the world, in our lives, certainly seem to be overwhelming. It may be too easy for us to think, what can we really do? We're just one small speck of eternity and feel discouraged. We look around and wonder, why is there so much divisiveness and distrust? Why is it that churches have to close because there aren't enough priests? Or because the schools no longer have enough religious sisters? The parable of the mustard seed offers an answer. Like the mustard seed, we need to realize that we are part of something bigger. Our part is so important in spreading the seed of the gospel to others and trusting in the spirit to make it sprout and grow. For we'll never know how much a kind word said or a kind act done for another in charity will be that little seed that will grow to change another person's life in the future. Or how a word of comfort may quell another's fear or anger that will allow them to bridge the gap that has separated them perhaps from a loved one or even God. And we perhaps will never know how a seed of encouragement sowed to a child or to a friend may sprout that person's response to God's call to vocation in the church, be it to the priesthood, the diaconate, or religious life. I recall a story about an archbishop who had been approached one day after going to a local parish. Someone came up to him and expressed how sad it was that the churches had to close because there were so few priests. Or remember the days when the sisters would be teaching in the schools, but longer there. He listened attentively and then said, I totally agree. It is very sad. I would be overcome with joy if I could ordain a hundred priests and deacons and the vows listen to the religious. But to be honest with you, in reality, I can't. It's up to you, the people like you, to plant the seed, first among <clears throat> your children and relatives, to nourish their faith and encourage their consideration of vocation to the church. By the way, if you or anyone that you know is interested in the diaconate, please let me know. We are planning to start a new program of aspirants next year. This time of year, then, as we travel, gives us many opportunities to rediscover the signs of new life that have sprouted around us. For even beneath the darkest days of the past year of the pandemic, the seeds of the gospel were sowed. And through the power of God has sprouted a new growth around us, in our parish and in the area. Many of you have participated in programs 
like Alpha and the Taze Prayer and Scripture groups. Other seeds have sprouted to grow, nurturing new ministries like our social justice and community building. Book groups and others that meet today are now because of those seeds that were planted and sowed and nurtured by the power of God. My friends, when you think about it, we all are gardeners in the garden of God's world, gardeners at heart. We are to be caretakers with patience and faith to sow our mustard seeds of hope and joy wherever and whenever possible. For as long as we persist in sowing the good seeds of the Lord, good things will happen. Maybe not as we envisioned or in our time frame, but they will. For in the smallest acts of compassion and generosity, in others' acts of affirmation and support, we can't reform the bleakest situations, the most troubling of times, into gardens of hope and promise. Trust in God our Father, for if he can make the smallest seeds into the largest of plants, imagine how much more he can do it for us in our lives, our community, and church to reap what we have sown. In closing, I would like to paraphrase a familiar prayer from St. Francis. Lord, make us an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, sow pardon. Where there is doubt, sow faith. Where there is despair, sow hope. Where there is darkness, sow light. Where there is sadness, sow the seeds of joy. When you find us, thy will be done, thy kingdom will be. Together, let us recite our confession of faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God. God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten
We ask our gracious God, who is our hope and strength, to hear our prayers. For our Holy Father, Pope Francis, may his prayers and efforts for Christian unity bring us closer to one another. Let us pray to the Lord. Amen. For our president, governors, all elected officials, to be inspired by the Holy Spirit in their service to our country, let us pray to the Lord. Amen. As schools finish their year and summer begins, may all be safe in the effort to end coronavirus. Let us pray to the Lord. Amen. For our young students who received the Eucharist for the first time this weekend, to be truly thankful and grateful to the Lord Jesus, we pray to the Lord. Amen. For the Catholic community of Hamden, that with deep faith we may restructure our parish to proclaim God's love even more effectively to those who no longer worship among us. Let us pray to the Lord. Amen. We celebrate the baptisms of Leon, Katie, and Haley this weekend. May God bless them and their families. Let us pray to the Lord. For those who have died by violence, for those suffering from natural disasters, and for those who suffer religious persecution throughout the world, let us pray to the Lord. For the members of our parish who are sick and hospitalized, for those who are confined to home, who no longer worship us, for those who have died, let us pray to the Lord. Today's Mass is being offered for Peter Casey. Let us pray to the Lord. <clears throat> for our own personal attentions, those written in the Book of Hope, and all those on the angel prayer line, we pray to the Lord. Heavenly Father, hear our prayers as we call to you, and grant these prayers in the name of Jesus, your Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever.
Pray, my brothers and sisters, that our sacrifice may be acceptable to God, our almighty and loving creator. O God, who in the offerings presented here provide for the twofold needs of human nature, nourishing us with food and renewing us with your sacrament, grant that the sustenance they provide may not fail us in body or in spirit through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Amen. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through your Son, our Lord, Jesus Christ. For by his birth, he brought renewal to humanity's fallen state, and by his suffering, canceled out our sins. By rising from the dead, he has opened the way to eternal life, and by ascending to you, O Father, he has unlocked the gates of heaven, and so, with all the company of angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise, as without end we acclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts by sending down your spirit upon them, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord, Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the cup, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the cup of my blood, the blood of the new and everlasting covenant, which will be shed for you and for all, so that sins may be forgiven. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and
Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the cup of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, our Bishop, and all the people of God. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, her husband Joseph, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At our Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our kingdom, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Deliver us, Lord, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not at our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. This is a spiritual communion prayer for those viewing Mass online. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament of the altar. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen.
Let us pray. As this reception of your Holy Communion, communion, O Lord, foreshadows the union of the faithful in you, so may it bring about unity in your church through Christ our Lord. There always are a few announcements. So first of all, I'd once again like to thank Father um, Paul McLaughlin for being with us this afternoon and to celebrate the Eucharist. Thank you very much, Paul. You'll notice that in the bulletin, the Knights of Columbus have chosen uh, their Family of the Month Award, and that award goes to Mary McKiernan this, um, this month. So if you see Mary, just congratulate her on that award. Um, also in the bulletin, and we've been making announcements about the Alpha course that's going to be run during the summer, um, and we're inviting uh, members of the other parishes in Hamden to be part of that also. So on uh, next week, we'll, we will have signups for that. So if you haven't signed up yet online, we'll be able to do that after mass next week. So we uh, look forward to that and encourage you, if you haven't done the course yet, to, um, to do the course during the summer months when we're all a little more relaxed, we hope. You'll also notice in the bulletin that over the next two months, we are gonna do a number of collections um, we're going to do um, a food collection, but we're going to also do a medication, over-the-counter medication collection that's gonna begin next week. You'll remember Sister Regina was with us a number of years ago. Well, she asked us if we would reach out to help them and their mission once again with some over-the-counter medications, and that's gonna start next weekend. There's an information on that in the bulletins. A lot of other things in the bulletin, so Please take one home to read. And thank you very much for being here tonight. My count was about 164. Anybody else count? Okay. Well, we'll see it. We'll see if I was pretty accurate or not. Thank you very much. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God watch over you all and bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.